0: Hello, GCA youth, and welcome to the last of this week's podcasts. Um, You may be listening to this on a later date, but uh, we are continuing in our series on Ephesians, and we are looking at the last two verses of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter one, verses 22 and 23. We are at the end of a super long prayer that paul has been praying for the church and the believers in ephesus and he has been outlining some major stuff that has we've kind of chatted about the role of the holy spirit and how we pray for people and and all of these sort of things and we're going to land this prayer paul is going to land this prayer with us so without further ado let's read it and then i'll pray and then we'll unpack it a bit so ephesians chapter one verses 22 to 23 and he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all and We picked up a little bit in the last uh, podcast that we did in uh, verses nineteen to twenty um, one or twenty to twenty one it was rather um that actually the about the supremacy of Jesus right so how big Jesus is and how much Jesus is over all things and in all things and all power and authority belongs to him and this is just a a continuation of this but but this is the so if the father has given Jesus all things that the father has put all things under the feet of Jesus there is nothing on this earth there's nothing within creation that that Jesus is not lord and king over and he gave him he gave Jesus who is the head of all things to us as the church That Jesus, the sinless son of God who died and rose again, is given to us as our head. Uh, You know, human body speaking, bodily speaking, we all know the brain... Is the source, it's the computer, it's the place where everything happens, right? So, every single tiny, minute movement, you know, whether that's rolling your eyes, which some of you may do a little bit with parents, etc., or whether that is, you know, kind of big movements like kicking a football, climbing the stairs, you know, going for a run, whatever it might be, your brain orchestrates those things. And the point of this is the image is that, that not just is Jesus the head, but we as the church, the people of God, God are his body, which means that he, the way it is, works is that just as we can't do anything, anything apart from our brain being involved, that neither can the church do anything of value, anything that is pleasing to God, anything that is pure, anything that is loving, anything that is righteous, anything that is good outside of the the head outside of Jesus, outside of being connected to him. So in John chapter 15, in the Gospel of John chapter 15, there's this story that Jesus tells. And he talks about how he is the vine, right, which is the thing that grapes grow on and that we're the branches. And he says that apart from him, we can do nothing. So he calls us to abide in him, which means like to remain in him. And actually, as his body, that's exactly what it's saying, that actually we can do nothing apart from him. That we need to remain in him, remain true to what he has said, to remain worshipping him alone, to be obedient to all that he has said. And that as we do so, we reflect him, that we are doing the things of the head, that we are reflecting the things of the head. And that's what it means to be the church. It means to be the body of Christ. It means to be his hands, his feet. It means to be the visual representation of him. Like the way that I've heard it said is that the church is the the image of the invisible God. You know, Jesus was the image of the invisible God, and now Jesus has gone to be with the Father. The Spirit dwells within within us, and we are the image of the invisible God on this earth. If people want to know what good look God looks like, if people are to be saved, it is through the witness of the church being the body. That's it. That's the only way that God has ordained this to happen. And then it fi- finishes. The verse twenty one finishes. Sorry, twenty three finishes with this beautiful line: the fullness of Him who fills all in all that in this mysterious insane way we are the fullness of jesus the full expression of who christ is is the global church the global church around the world fully represents jesus there's no other method that god is using there's no other way he wants to use it's us and we're the fullness of him who fills all in all who fills all in all, who is over all things and sustaining all things and will restore all things. That's the end of chapter one. Tune in next week as we start reading through chapter two. Grace and peace.